I have a slight complaint to make about that countdown <laughs> that you just did because the numbers were not spaced the same amount of time apart. I know it's because I remembered halfway through that I should also be ready to hit the button when I said go. Yep. So this is how it went. <laughs> Three, two, one, one, go. No, it was like it was. It was three, two. Pregnant pause. One, go. <laughs> Very useful for a countdown to have erratically spaced out times. This is the Two Girls Talking Podcast. That's not even what you're supposed to say. (laughs) Hi, Abigail. Hey, Amanda. What's up? I am uh, observing incredible vistas at the Mo. Oh, where are you stationed right now? I am in New Mexico, the land of enchantment. It is the land of enchantment. Are you going to go to the White Sands National Park? Probably. I would like to go there. It looks very beautiful. Yeah, I want to go. I just might be too lazy. You know how it is. Oh, yes, I do. I just, it's still like two hours from where I am right now. Um, But I have some friends who might go there. So if they go there, I will meet them there. Because that is my favorite way to do activities is when someone else plans them. Me too. Unfortunately, the person who usually plans my activities is you. (laughs) Represent. What's up with you? Uh, I don't know. Eager listeners may remember that I was debating whether or not to cancel my yoga membership. And then I accidentally got caught up in a yoga bingo scam. That is like 30 days of yoga. And I've been having a lot of trials and tribulations about it and ended up keeping my yoga membership but I'm going to do some sort of work steady thing so that if I work for two hours, then I get a discount. So if you don't, if you don't win the free yoga, if I don't win the free yoga, yeah. If I win the free yoga, it's back to living high on the hog. No work for anyone. Yeah. I know. I'm very into this yoga game. You're playing the yoga bingo and listeners. If she fills out her bingo card, which I can't, even explain exactly how that's done because it's I mean it needs its own podcast but if she truly does if she completes it then she gets three months of yoga for free so I mean Mm -hmm. I am like cheerleader number one like first chair cheerleader trying to make this 30 days of yoga bingo happen and I think you can do it I mean you gotta like leave a book take a book and go to yoga for 30 days done that's the only two squares on this entire board <laughs> just a giant one that says leave a book take a book no other instructions and uh yeah were you just flinging your ponytail around because you thought it looked cute no it's distracting me i think it does not look cute i think it looks like it needs a brush through hmm. also i made a really poor decision about i'd say a week ago and read a article an oral history of the dinner party episode of the office where they all go to jan and michael's house and you know have dinner and i thought it was so funny i thought i'd i thought i would watch the episode to after i read the article because i enjoyed it so much and then i just kept watching episodes and here we are many many seasons later again Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's like me and the west wing i listen to the west wing weekly podcast each week when it comes out 
And about every six months, I get distant enough from the episode they're discussing that I have to like rewatch it. And then it's like, yep, I guess I'll just rewatch all seven seasons. Bye. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's, I, I need to do something. This isn't a way to live, but I had a lot of Etsy stuff to make recently, a lot of crafts and this and that. And so, it, you know, I, I tell myself if I'm doing something productive with my hands, I can watch some TV. That, I mean, I actually have the exact same strategy. Um, I watch the I watch the YouTube when I'm being active with my hands. And then when I'm out of my YouTube feed, because I subscribe to a couple channels, I like catch up on my vids. Then I go to Sports Night, which is the show that I'm currently making my way through and have been for like four months now because that's how I roll. There's 24... 20 minute episodes and yet I'm still making my way through season one yeah highly recommend though really should I try and watch it yeah where is it how do I get it you have to buy it on Amazon but maybe I can share it or something oh I I bought it with dollars oh are there any other shows that you buy with dollars I haven't bought any show with dollars in a very long time. I bought a movie with dollars last year, but I don't remember what movie it was. I buy kind of a lot of shows with dollars, I realized, and I might need to stop buying so many shows with dollars. But I don't, I really don't mind spending money that way because I feel like it's going to support something that I actually want to see more of, you know? Right. But I don't yeah, know if that's no, true. You feel, like, you feel like you're creating the economy that you want to be a part of. Right. I'm happy to pay for Atlanta episodes because I want him to make more Atlanta episodes. I've never heard of this Atlanta project. It's Donald Glover's TV show that he's doing. He's from Community. Yes, he is. Um, he's also a rapper and a, I don't know, thinker. Hard he's, to describe. Modern day Kanye-esque philosopher. Besties with Zach Levi. Mm-hmm. So the first season of that TV show, I would say, is fairly conventional. It's on FX and sort of a half hour exploration of life in, you know, Atlanta with these three guys. And um, there's some surreal moments. Sure. It's when season two hits that the surreal really takes hold. And I was like, ah, yes, this is the show you wanted to make. Just the first season you were trying to make sure you got to make a second season. And the second season is kind of crazy. Like, one of the episodes is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on TV. See, that's like that one show that I watched. Oh, shit. I'm not going to. It was on forever. And it was like a scientist. Doctor Who? No. Good guess, though. (laughs) People who like Doctor Who liked this show. Ew. I think it was on Fox. It was scary. Hang on. Let me look. How do I even look this up? Uh, scary show on Fox <laughs> should pull it right up science fiction drama TV series these are the results uh, from Google from X-Files, The Twilight Zone Stranger Things, Black Mirror Battlestar Galactica, Westworld The Hunt, no none of these are the show I'm thinking of Fringe, Fringe is what I'm thinking of ah. so season one of Fringe was like cop procedural with like this edgy thing like oh maybe there's superheroes maybe there's aliens but it was like a cop procedural and I was like yes I'm on board there is some sexy chemistry there is a hot lady this is what I want on my television I like a mystery I like a you know federal agent and then season two turns into this like freak show thing where there's like 
it's everything is like there's this other world with like all these aliens. Oh, I kind of remember that. I didn't watch it, but I remember people being like, what is happening? I was like, I'm out. And then other people were like, yes, this, this is new. This is new television. This is groundbreaking. This is the science fiction storytelling we've been waiting for. And I was like, I just want a hot. Is that so hard to ask? Sorry for your loss. Well, I mean, I couldn't remember the name of the show, so I think I moved on. The thing I like about Atlanta is the second season, each episode feels like kind of weird short stories. And I'm in favor of that kind of anthology storytelling. Like Master of None. Yeah. Okay, listen. Not to change what? Not to change the subject abruptly, but I need to bring us back to the land of enchantment because a weird thing has happened to me here where I'm camping and I need to tell you about it so we can uh problem solve or mystery solve. I'm listening. And uh. you're going to be scared, but I promise it's not scary. Okay. Okay, so I'm boondocking out in the middle of nowhere on BLM land, which is legal and normal. And like, I'm not even in a random place. I like found it on a website recommended by other people. So it's gorgeous and beautiful. And there's like a fire ring that someone else before me made, whatever. And I haven't seen anyone else out here. I've been here for several days. I haven't seen anybody else except there's a lot of cows because often BLM land is like also cattle grazing land. There's some sort of leasing situation that goes on which i'm cool with because i like to talk to cows um and also there is a man and he drives a white truck and he has two really cute like stereotypical cattle dogs that ride in the back of the truck and i've seen him now every single day and he drives by maybe like every Every other hour for like four to five hours a day. Hmm. And he's doing some sort of lapse of some kind. I don't know if he's like security for the cows. I don't know if he's feeding the cows. But he seems to be following a course. Okay. But also, he has stopped to interact with me. Uh Uh-oh. So the first time he came by, I was like, uh, the random truck is stopping i don't know how i feel about that um and he rolls down the window and i'm like good morning like assessing based on how his truck looks and how he looks he's wearing like a cowboy hat and stuff and he's older and i'm pretty sure he's white which is where this gets really confusing because i say good morning and he doesn't really say anything but he kind of like nods and stuff and then he sticks his little fist out and he hands me two candies. And it is like a peppermint candy and a cinnamon Jolly Rancher. So he hates you and he's warning <laughs> you off the land. And I like... If someone handed me a cinnamon Jolly Rancher, I would crap my pants, man. That's a message. <laughs> okay, so he hands me these candies and I am like, oh, thank you. Then he shows me a little notepad he has, which has a hand-drawn map of it of the area. Which is weird. Like, I get... So, these... Is this a dream you had? <laughs> no, this is real. And just wait, there's more. I get why you might... Well, first of all, if you're old, maybe you don't do phones. So, like, I get why you would have a hand-drawn map. But also, it's kind of like... you. These aren't really roads. They're, like, dirt paths in a grid-like pattern. But it's mostly just, like, a giant, like, desert. 
Okay. Well, also, he has been driving out here a bunch, right? Why does he need a drawn map of it? So he, like, shows it to me, almost like a cop showing its badge. Okay. Except it's a notepad with a drawing of a map on it. And then he, like, shows it to me, and then he kind of, like, gestures in the different directions and doesn't say anything. Okay. Like, completely silent. That was our first encounter. And as I'm walking back to my trailer, and I'm holding these candies, and I'm like, man, it's a good thing these candies are so shitty, because I'm not tempted at all I'm to not eat this candy to eat that a stranger <laughs> gave me. <laughs> There's been a couple of times when someone gave me candy that I probably shouldn't have eaten. And I was like, here comes death. My body is ready. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the first time in 25 years since my earliest memory of my mom teaching me, like, don't take candy from strangers. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this is the first time that I've actually been presented with the opportunity to take a candy from a stranger. And I was like looking at it in my hand and I was like, I've done it. I, I did the impossible. I took the candy. And then I like got inside and I like shuttled it into my trash bag. And I was like, don't yeah. think about it. Out of sight, out of mind. It didn't happen. I don't think someone could pay me to eat a cinnamon <laughs> Jolly Rancher. Like, pay me money? I can't imagine a sum. Sometimes John and I will ask each other, like, how much to do this horrible thing, whatever it is, you know, like, yeah, how much money? Sure. And I always am the low ball. Like, I'm like, eh, 10 bucks. And he's like, 10 bucks to eat that disgusting thing. I'm like, I'm easy. I'm cheap. I don't care. I just like, you're money. like, how many are there? I mean, I would, you know, if there's 10, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, <laughs> done. Yeah. But no, I can't think of something that would drive me to eat the cinnamon Jolly Rancher. Oh, I see. I could do cinnamon Jolly Rancher for like five bucks. Yeah. See, it's easy. <laughs> See, you get it. Oh, no. I, too. <laughs> we'll do anything for $5. <laughs> right. So, okay. So, the story doesn't end there. So, like, after that encounter, that's, like, our first meeting. Then I see, I notice that he's, like, kind of driving around. And I start, like, coming up with these theories. Like, is he feeding the cows? Is he security? I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. Day two. I am doing my walking about to get my steps, you know. I'm familiar. Exercise. <laughs> and um, and so I'm like a little bit away from the trailer, but not that far away. And also I'm the only person out here. And he comes like barreling down the road and I like step off the road so he can pass. And he slows down and stops. Which I think is weird because I'm like, well, we already had our awkward encounter yesterday. Like we don't need any more encounters. He sticks out his hand. So he like stops. He rolls down his window. He sticks out his little hand. And he hands me a peppermint and a cinnamon Jolly Rancher. No. Yes. Maybe you're, Maybe it's like a, a combo. Like you need to eat them together and something will happen. Like this sounds like a video game where the NPC just keeps coming back until you do the quest that you're supposed to well, do. Well, yeah. Then he showed me the map again and did his gesturing again. Oh my god, it does mean something. Or he forgot who you are. Well, that's what I was confused about. I was like, we were like, we were with it. Like, I could have walked to the trailer in like a minute. Like, we were so close. And there's no one else out here. So I was like, and and like, why would someone random? There's no one reason anyone would randomly be walking unless they were like the person staying in that trailer right there. So I was like, how that's is so he? Not, like, I was like, does he not remember me? Is he like? And then I was like, is he trying to keep me quiet? 
Quiet about what? What have you seen that you need to be quiet about? Please. I'm just, I'm trying, there's a lot of holes in the plot. I'm just trying to come up with as many theories as I can. Because he tried to keep me quiet is my favorite thing I've ever heard. Yes, I'm embroiled in a BLM government land plot somehow, and I need to be quiet about it. I don't know, man. It's really confusing. So what happened in the third part of the dream? I mean, the next day. Well... He drove up to the trailer on day three and just went, parked his Started truck. Started dumping bushels of peppermint <laughs> and cinnamon candy out, trying to get you to eat it. He parked his truck outside running, did not get out of it. And like, for like a good minute, and like the cats both heard that truck and heard that it was waiting outside and like ran under the bed. They were like, this is not safe. Something awful is happening. And I sat in the trailer because I was like, I don't want to go out there because what if he hands me the candy again? Like I can't. And gestures to the four winds. I mean, <laughs> I was, the third part of the spell will be complete like, at that I point. I can't have this interaction again. And I was like, but like, because even the second time I tried to say like, I tried to like make conversation and there was no your friend Abigail language. Yeah. So I was like, I can't do it again. I can't have that same interaction again. So I was like, I'm going to stay in the trailer unless he like gets out of his truck. Then I'll walk out. I'm not going to make him like come up and knock on the door, but he didn't. He just like idled there for a minute. And then like you turned and like left. So when you said this would scare me, but it's not scary. What part of it's (laughs) supposed to not scare me? The part where he seems like a like he has a job to do, you know? It's not Yeah, kill you. <laughs> End your life. Once that's complete, then I guess the rest of his day will go pretty fast. And this is all like daylight. This is between the hours of like nine AM and one PM. Like there's nothing like like he really seems like he's somehow working the land by driving quickly with his dogs. I don't know. It's nice work if you could get it. <laughs> Handing candy to girls in the forest. But also, my theory about keeping me quiet to return back. Oh my god. Maybe he's trying to make it look like he has a job, but really he's up to something. What job? You can even make up a job. You're the witness. Here we go. (laughs) I just, these are some, these are some thoughts. Am I reading a plot synopsis from season two of Fringe or what? (laughs) And the reason why, like, when it, the first time it happened, I really wanted to tell someone, and I was like, I can't tell anyone about this. Everyone will be, like, scared for me and feel like I'm in a super unsafe situation. I don't know how to explain this. You know, at this point, I think I've really come to terms with whatever happens, happens because you refuse to live safely. So that's fine. If anyone's like, God, yeah, I wonder why this happened. I'll be like, I'm not wondering why it happened. Abigail <laughs> does a bunch of dumb stuff all the time. So I'm not surprised she got murdered. Uh, one of my friends recently asked me why I had turned them off of find friends. I was like, I don't do that. I was like, it probably just isn't working, which is a thing that happens. Um, I was like, oh, no, I don't take anyone off of find friends. In fact, I add people to find friends like every week just so no one can grate on me about how I'm not being safe. I'm like, here you go. Find me on find friends. Leave me alone. Yeah, I think so. I think if my phone restarts, that maybe find friends doesn't restart. I don't know. I went to Afton's surprise birthday party this weekend. Happy birthday, Afton. Listener of the pod. 
Uh-huh. Sometime listener of the pod. Yes. What? And She's not an every listener? I don't think so. I can't imagine that. Afton, if you're listening to this episode, let us know. Anyway. Uh, so it was A her birthday. Test. Uh-huh. Exactly. It's far enough in that she'd have to really be listening. Can't just get the first part of it. No tip-offs either. All right. So Ellie, of course, her sister is trying to figure out where Afton is. And so she's following her on Find My Friends as she drives towards the house. So she's like, oh, Afton's getting closer. Duncan is aghast at this device <laughs> and, you know, this whole thing. And Duncan's like, you're following her on that little phone? Like, what? It, what is happening? So mad. Her, Duncan's her father. Ellie's like, yeah, we've tried to get you on Find My Friends, but you won't ever accept the request. And Duncan, of course, is like, I'm not letting any government track me anywhere. And Ellie rolls her eyes and she's like, your family just wants to know where you are on occasion. That's it. (laughs) Yep. When I'm at Carolyn's house or when I'm at Carolyn's parents' house and like there's a bunch of us meeting there for the weekend or whatever, I will set it because I'll get there first and I'll set it to notify me when Carolyn gets there because it's kind of like a long driveway and you can be deep inside the house. I can be hiding, you know, that sort of thing. And my phone will like ding and I'll be and I'll be like, oh, guys, Carolyn's here. And everyone will look at me like I'm a wizard. Even though they all use Find Friends, no one uses the, like, notify me. The, set- the settings, yeah. Okay, listen. We're not going to solve this BLM mystery today. Definitely not. But I'm glad you- you've seen too much as it is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I will keep you posted. I have some billboard rage. <gasps> Take us there. And then I have one after that. Okay, I got a, I got a billboard charm and a billboard rage. What do you want first? Ooh. Let's have the rage and then soothe it down with the charm. All right. So, uh, Amanda, tell our listeners, what is Lamar? Lamar is a billboard company that owns, <laughs> like, half the billboards in America, I would say. Yeah, I think you would, might be able to call them a real estate company at this point. Yeah, they own more land than most people, square footage-wise. Yeah, so they own the billboards, and then they lease them out to the companies that are advertising on the billboards. And uh, if they don't have someone buying the spot, they advertise themselves. In creepy and various other insane ways. So the most recent one I saw, and I saw that, that, you know, got my rage going because, you know, why? Why can't billboards be normal? Or makes sense. Uh, so this one that really got me going said, well, it had the Lamar logo, but it was edited to be Lamarger. Nope. And then underneath it, in kind of a handwriting font, it said, then I'll get out. Lamarger, nope. then I'll get out. That's not even a, f- that's not even a saying anyway. <laughs> God, why? Like, not even Lamarger than life. Nope. Lamarger and I'll get out. Thank you, Oklahoma. So what's the charm? Alright, it's a Dairy Queen billboard. And there was a little kid and he was holding like a giant ice cream cone. And he was like smiling and happy. And it just said in giant, giant text, You need a treat! <laughs> <laughs> the billboard's not wrong. I know, and I was like, I do need a treat. This, this, <laughs> this is the this bill- billboard this knows. Part. Yeah, this thing yeah. knows. And I was like, man. And it just like it, there was like a subtle DQ logo. Like no need to, you know. No, no, no. They're they're always very subtle. 
Well, I mean, from the company that brought you the Butterfinger Blast. I mean, <laughs> very subtle. I mean, most of the billboards for Dairy Queen say Texas is DQ country. Jesus Christ. So, All right. so I appreciated this straight to the point. You know, they made it about me. And I was like, I do need a treat. So I have a billboard rage. A new one popped up in the neighborhood. The billboard I see most often, I would say, well, there's two. There's one that's by the on-ramp to the 101 North by my house. And then there's the other billboard is right above the yoga studio. So every time I go to yoga, I see the billboard. It has previously been an ad for the 911 Connie Britton show. That was a pretty good one because I had a roller coaster bit that went up above the board and was very 3D looking and very cool. The one that's there now is this large black man who maybe is like a YouTube celebrity or something. I don't know. It doesn't say his name anywhere, but maybe he's recognizable to people of the LGBTQIAA community. Um, But the billboard says, smoking is toxic. This life is non-toxic. That's all it says. I'm stumped. Yep. (laughs) I think it means that being gay is this life. Wait, how do you know that it's about being gay? This is hard to talk about, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's across from, like, one of the most... The oldest gay bars in Los Angeles. Okay. Like, it looks directly at one of the gay bars, so it's an inference a little bit. But he's also dressed very, very flamboyantly, I would say. And, yes, like maybe even a boa or something like, I don't know, just very, very flamboyant. I would say. Man, I hope he's some sort of celebrity of some kind and not just like a random star stock image man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Stock image boy. Uh, yeah. Smoking Smoking is toxic. toxic. This life is non-toxic. It's an anti-smoking. It's an anti-smoking ad directed to a very specific group of people. Okay. At least I know what the point is now. Whew. Do you though? Does anyone? <laughs> I well, mean, I was like, it's not... I was like, is this promoting being yourself while being anti-smoking? I was like, I don't like. Yeah, it could seems, be. That seems no. I don't think so. I think it's like, <clears throat> it's like you're totally cool to be who you are. Like whatever, whatever. Like we love you just the way you are. Smoking kills. Yeah. <laughs> two ma- two great messages matched into one billboard. It's like well, it's no. like when they do drug anti-drug stuff for kids they're like they speak specifically like to to you know you're ruining your future or like you have such a bright whatever don't ruin it with drugs yeah it's like all lies it's like acknowledging the viewer as whoever they are and yeah all right well at least i I get it yeah although i felt like it was i felt like if I don't know. I feel like if I was a gay person looking at that, I'd be like, that doesn't oh, represent literally, me. Literally, there like, has never been a public service ad that I have felt like, oh, they get me. I totally am on board. I totally won't do drugs. Good point. But I was like, this billboard's like almost offensive in how... That's why I think maybe it is like some sort of known person. I don't know who they are, but I was like, this is so over the top that this has to be like someone that's doing this as... Like, this is their character. You gotta get a picture so we can pull our gay audience. Abigail, do you have a joke life moment? So, my joke life moment 
uh, is short and sweet. And by the way, to our new listeners, a joke life moment is when something happens to you that proves that your life is just one big joke being played on you. It might be your own stupidity. It might be plain old bad luck or typically a combination of the two. Yes, as people who are prone to both stupidity and bad luck, we are well versed Uh in all the possible combos. So my short and sweet joke life moment is that not once, but twice this week, Grayson, my cat, has uh, accidentally knocked over a glass of water next to my bed onto me. So my bedside table is like slightly above head level. And so if you knock something off of it, it is very much like a Nickelodeon slime show where the water just pours onto you while you are sleeping. And it's accidental because he's trying to like stick his paw in it. It's like halfway full and he's trying to stick his paw in it so that he can drink the water because he's an asshole. It's my own fault because... Well, oh, yes. definitely the second time. <laughs> but The like, second time I did have more questions about than the first time. <laughs> no, it's the exact same problem. It's like at some point, either right before I went to bed or like in the middle of the night, I drank water out of the cup, therefore reducing it to a level that was too, sh- like it was too shallow for him to drink out of normal. And because he's a selfish moron, he was like, I'll just stick my paw in here. Except his paw isn't long enough and he's not coordinated enough because it's a tall glass. And so he just ends up like just tipping it right over. Psh, waterfall onto me. I like, it wakes me up. I panic because I'm like, what of my electronics, my Kindle, my phone, my computer are all within inches of my face at any given moment. So I'm like quickly like trying to like throw stuff. And then I'm like, oh, a paper book that's also getting drenched in water. And he is, of course, startled, shocked, terrified by all of this. Yeah, how dare you? Doesn't, un- he- and he's soaking wet. So yeah, my life's a joke. Very much so. Especially the second time. I introduced someone to the phrase live in large last week. And I feel like that's an example of live in large. Live in Lamarger. Live in Lamarger as all get out. God. <laughs> okay. Let me give me a minute to calm down from the cortisol spike. I love spike. how mad it makes you. It makes me so mad. True, true billboard rage. My billboard, or no, wow, my billboard rage already happened. My um, joke life moment is also somewhat short, but not very sweet. So I was really, I got sick this past week and was feeling very cranky. And it was almost to the point where I was like, I don't know. I felt very incapable. I felt like I needed a lot of help. I needed someone to take care of me. Yeah, you texted me and asked what you should eat. And then when I told you what to eat, you said, I can't do that. Yeah. So <laughs> you were like, you were like, I can't eat anything. I can't make any food. I can't. Yes. Buy and, it's and then I funny. think I kept texting you. I feel like crying over and over and over again. So it was a fun day for everyone. Fun couple of days. Um, and it got to the point where I was just waiting for John to wake up so I could force him to take care of me. So he wakes up and comes out. He has one of the busiest work weeks of his whole, like, month right now he's very very busy and very stressed out because of it and um 
so he's like trying to help me, but he's like, you, he's like, you really need to like take care of yourself. And I like start crying and I'm like, maybe I'll call my mom to come up and take care of me. I don't know what I need to do here to get some help. And he's like, all right, what do you want? What can I get you? Are you hungry? Like he brings me some water. He gets me a pillow, whatever, you know, I start making demands and acting like the princess and the pea. So I, he tells me, he's like, I really got to eat before I start working on this stuff. I'm going to go to the store and get like a sandwich and some other stuff. Like I'm, I'm going to get you some food too. What do you want? And I said, Oh, I really want this chicken soup that they have at the store. And I really want some fresh squeezed orange juice from the store also. He's like, okay. So I go back to looking at my computer and like working on my computer and he's gone for a while. Like he's probably gone for about an hour and we live two minutes away from the store. So I'm like, well, he, maybe he like got caught up grocery shopping. That's good. He's getting stuff for the weekend. Perfect. Minute or hour two rolls around that he's been gone. And I start to get a little worried. Hour two, hour two is when you mention it to me. Yep. I'm like, John's been gone for like well over an hour. This is really weird. So I text him. I said, where are you? And he just wrote back, ha ha. And I thought that was weird. So then I wait like until two hours have for sure gone by and I say like, hey, when are you coming back? Where are you? It wasn't two hours, dude. It was four hours. Oh my God. That's right. <laughs> it was because you were, because when you texted me after it had been two hours, you were like, John left at one o'clock. It's now five. It's, and then when you were like funny story, except not funny. Uh-huh. Okay, so yes, it turns out I forgot already because of the rage that is induced. But yes, four hours later, he's been gone for four hours. So I assume at this point that he must have like also gone to Home Depot. He had a bunch of other errands to run. I thought he went and ran them all, but no. You've created the narrative. You're like, okay, he must have gone here, here, here. I thought he was bringing me soup, but I guess he's doing a bunch of stuff. And then he'll bring me the soup after that. Yeah. At this point, I haven't eaten anything since like 9 a.m. I'm really hungry. It's 5 p.m. or whatever. I'm tired and I feel sick. I can't stop crying. You know how it is. So yeah, the bedroom door flings open. John emerges and he's like, what's up? I'm like, how did you get in the house? He said, well, I never left. (laughs) And I'm like, you never left? What do you mean? Where's my soup? And I start screaming like, where's my soup? You know, like a good person should. And he's like, I never went to go get the soup. I never left the house. And my brain can't comprehend this. And I'm like, but I... Because you've been like, because you've been like imagining all the places he's been in this four hour chunk of time. Yes, because I literally, I thought he left the house. And he starts sort of teasingly berating me being like, I didn't, he's like, you thought I left, but I didn't actually leave. So this isn't a problem. And I was like, where's my soup? Why didn't you leave? You know, on and on and on like that. So... At that later on, Your life's a joke. I know my life is a huge joke. The next day, something similar happened where I thought he'd been gone. I was sitting on the couch and I thought he'd been left the house for about an hour or so. And he stands up from like right around the corner where the desk is <laughs> and scared me so bad. I almost, you know, I lost it. And he was like, again, I'm still home. I'm still here. Live in LaMarger. Live in LaMarger if ever anyone was. Well, I think that, uh, wraps it up. I think that does it. Where can people find us, do you think? Were they so inclined? We have a, we have a couple places you can find us. You can find us on the, uh, interwebs, the World Wide Web, the net. Ooh. As my, as my grandmother called Mm -hmm. it. 
By the way, I went into a used bookstore today that was just like the farm. Oh, wow. Like it was like room after room after room lined with like five too many bookcases for how many Mm -hmm. bookcases should fit in that room. And it like smelled the exact same, which I guess is just the smell of old books. I think so. Just rotten rotten old books, yes. (laughs) Yep. Um, And it was like, it kind of blew my mind because I was like, whoa, another, it's like a, you know, Narnia the farm too uh yeah people can find us at two girls club and you can get your super special secret invite to the facebook group where there is nonstop chatter parties happening meetups every week i make a graphic so i think we need to elevate that in the roll call of awesome things that happen in the group uh, there's an amazing graphic that touts the episode that it is attached to so get excited about that and looking at some graphical images not graphic images just graphical of having graphics Mm -hmm. of or pertaining to having graphics okay this got boring anyway so yes join the group do some stuff if you want you can tell us your joke life moments we'd love to feature them we've clearly clearly need some fresh fodder at this point because you know what? I just want to lean out the window and hand someone a peppermint and a cinnamon candy. <laughs> Gesture to their joke life moment. Point at the four winds and be done with it. <laughs> done and done.